Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at BTMB Magazine. To purchase your copy, visit madcloud.com forward slash browse forward slash BTMB Magazine. Bosses that meet bosses is where your story lives. Feeling like a boss, yeah. I might just get it. 347 That is the number to dial into the show. Welcome, everybody. What's going on? I'm your host, Blizzard. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the show, man. All right, again, we're live right now. This is another one of our direct line interviews right here. We really appreciate everybody for uh Checking in and rocking with us over here at K100 Radio, man. Big ups to everybody checking us out on Instagram Live. Shout out to everybody checking us out live right here on Facebook Live. What's going on, Facebook crew? All right, so this one, this is this is this is a little bit different. Not really too different because we talk to all, all kinds of people over here at K100 Radio. We talk to, uh, like I said, artists, producers, everything. And we also talk to people who run really great platforms. Now, right here on the line with me, I've got Gennaro. Janeiro, what's going on, man? He's one of the organizers of the SCA Awards. Man, what's happening, bro? Welcome to the broadcast. What's up, what's up? Man, chilling, man. man I, chilling, chilling, chilling. I appreciate you having me on, man, most definitely. Well, first of all, man, you know, uh, I want you to go ahead and just formally introduce yourself to the people, man. Tell everybody who you are real quick, if you don't mind. Yo, what's up, K100 Radio? My name is Janeiro, one of the co-founders of the Southern Entertainment Awards. All right, one of the co-founders of the SCA Awards, man. And you guys, listen. Um, I, I told Janeiro this before, and I, I don't know. If, I don't know if you. I don't know if we, we first met because I think the first time we met was at uh, an event down in Georgia. Uh, C. Wakeley had, and that's the first time I had physically met you. And um, I was. I was. Uh, no, I think. Well, yeah, that was the first time. Was that the first time you met, or was that after the SEA Awards? Um, it, that was after the SEA. After the SEA Awards, okay. That that was the time that I think I told you though. Um, that you know for years i had you know been you know trying to um you know i had been you know wanting to be on the sea awards for years one you know i actually tried to get people to nominate me before you know years before you know as an artist and everything and it kind of came full circle and we ended up you know being nominated uh for radio station of the year and uh we actually made it you know last year 2016 and it was really a great thing for me because it was one of the award shows that I watched from afar. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you know, when you're when you're in, in places like Atlanta or other cities, you have, you know, Atlanta has a lot of award shows going on, more than most, to be honest with you. There's always some kind of award. Right. For, in, for independent artists, too, not just majors. Like, for indies, there's a lot of award shows for indies here in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And so when you're here, you know, you're watching, and you, know, you kind of look, not, not to discredit any other award show, but sometimes you kind of look outward and say, okay, well, let me see what other places, you know, recognize. And I felt like for years, you guys uh, recognized a lot of people that was from Atlanta, in Atlanta, from Florida. I felt like you guys was recognizing a lot of people for years uh, from all over, not just your local area. You feel what I'm saying? And so I was like, man, I really I really thought it right. was a really dope platform and a really dope award show. And um, I knew several people who was really working and really grinding that really, you know, deserved it. So I felt like you guys were kind of also getting it right. So... The history, how long is there, what what year are we now with the SEA Awards? What year is it? Uh, we're, we're in our 14th year. 14. 14 years of doing anything in the music industry is, is consistency and is not guaranteed by, by a long shot. But something like an award show, 
uh, doing something like this for 14 years, man. I know you guys have, have seen it all and know from the good to the bad to the ugly. But I just want to say that, you know, I was trying, I was literally trying to be a part and be, you know, a, a, a nominee or something with the SEL Awards before I ever was. And your grind and your consistency, it, it, it's there, bro. Like, just from, from one man to another, like, this is not because we won. But like I told you, I, I, I remember telling you, I was like, look, before I even got nominated for K1's Radio as an artist, I was like, yeah, I want to I, I get one of those awards because I felt like you guys just really did it right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I had actually been to one. Thank you. Uh, I had actually been to one a long time ago when my homie Blood Raw was nominated years ago. You feel what I'm saying? And you you definitely didn't know me then. I didn't that time. I didn't even speak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? Like you definitely didn't know me then. I kind of just I was just observing then. You feel what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? Like you know that was the homie, and you know what I'm saying? You know right, right. I, I kind of just rolled up and I was like fly on the wallish, just checking out everything. But I liked it then. You know what I'm saying? So you know, uh, 14 years, man. Just tell me right, real quick, you know, give me give me some of the highlights and lows of 14 years of doing SCA Awards, man. Um, 14 years, you know, over the past 14 years, one of the highlights and lows has been technology mm-hmm. and uh, learning to adapt with how technology has changed so much. 14 years ago, there was no Snapchat. There was no Instagram People were barely on Facebook. I mean, you know, people were on MySpace, probably Black Planet College, you know, uh, the the college websites and and different things like that. But it was hand-to-hand flyers getting that information out about any event to people that way. So it was, oh, we got to drive everywhere, you know, to to pass flyers out or mail flyers to this mom-and-pop shop. So in 14 years all that has changed. There's not as many mom and pop shops out there to where we can pass flyers out or drop flyers off, you know, which, you know, a lot of artists can say, man, you know, where can we go drop CDs off at? You right. know, um, it's definitely has changed a lot. Yeah. I, I would imagine. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> I, I, my thing is, um, now, now is it, it, so is it, is it easier now? Like, oh, which, which, which era was better to you? Is it better now with social media? Obviously, it's easier to get the word out. But, of course, you, then, you, then you have, you know, a flood of other people doing kind of the same thing. And, it's, you know, people who people can kind of get the cheat codes. And I guess it would be the same thing as, like, artists. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, back in the day when you really right. had to go out there and put your money up and really have a budget to even get any kind of a dent because you had to have money for posters, CDs, and travel and all that. Without all of that, it kind of weeded out a lot of the BS. But now I, I imagine everybody who just want to throw away any kind of show together could just get the word out there and just put it up on Facebook and create it, and, 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 and it's here. So which era which era was better, I guess, for the SEA Awards? I, um, I – it's a give and take with, with each eras, but I prefer the era of going out, passing out flyers. I really do. You know, um, like you said, it weeded out so much other stuff. It made sure that people that really wasn't supposed to be in it wasn't in it because now you got people pop up with shows and a year later it's gone. But everybody flocks to it. Right. Because it's the new thing now. <laughs> now listen man i look look I, you you know i am bro you know what i'm saying I, I and i and we 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 may not agree on every single thing but we will agree on a lot of stuff about the grind you feel me 
and um i we, we right. both you know via social media and stuff we, we kind of can i kind of can see that you know just your mind frame about a lot of this stuff uh i totally agree with you feel what i'm saying so i i was i was expecting for you to give that answer to be honest with you i was like i know what he's gonna say you know what i'm saying because and, and to be truthful and to be truthful with you bro i i get it i get why you would say that because back then 10 years ago well not even 10 years ago that's too far back let me say six years ago i guess maybe six seven years ago but you could go back as far right, as 10 if you right. wanted to you know what i'm saying like to me the sca awards was 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 just seemed so much bigger and that was because you didn't have as many other award shows out you feel what i'm saying and it's not to knock again it's not to knock anybody but it's just the fact that to be able to in that era you feel what i'm saying Find for me to for me to hear about you and for me to see all the other people that I rock with in the industry back then who was like, man, SA Awards, that's the best awards, you know what I'm saying? Hands down, blah, you know what I'm saying? It was like a given. Like that was the one. That was like the Mecca for the independent artists in the Southeast. It was what it was, period point blank. And I and I felt that way. And then of course you see other people come up and you know, some people have had success with their award shows. But I guess now why do you keep why, why what, what what keeps you guys going right now in 2017? You know, 14 years later, besides the love and, 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 and the general love and what you're doing, what keeps you guys going? Um, because we still get people like yourself who aspire to win a, a Southern Entertainment Award. Uh, we get people that still want to network and commute and build relationships with people. Um, that a lot of times they're unable to do at any other event um, for for various reasons. But we keep it going because there's a certain drive and passion of people who come to our event, not only to be a part of it. So it's more than just about a trophy. It's more than just about, you know, winning something. It's about um, building and, and being a part of something bigger than, you know, a, a piece of hardware. All right. Well, I like my hardware, by the way. Good hardware. I actually like my hardware from the SEO. <laughs> I did. You know what I'm saying? It's really nice. Really nice. Um, you know, you guys, are, again, are, are, are the, the, the SEA Awards. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's always been bigger than just local. I guess I think that's probably why one of, one of the main things about you guys that I kind of noticed off top. It's an it's an even though <clears throat> I have seen artists from outside of the outside of the southeast attend and, and maybe win awards. It's like you made it a regional award more so than a state or a city award. And I think I, I think they had a lot. of I don't know. I'm, I'm asking you, did they have a lot to do with the, the way you guys were marketing it and maybe the, the success of it? Um, yeah, because initially when we first started, we wanted to start small. So we actually focused on only targeting three cities. Mm -hmm. And that was Atlanta, Memphis, and Nashville. And we did that because each one of those cities had strong, they have strong musical preference, musical um, reaches in the industry just as a whole. Right. And they're very, uh, they're close proximity to one another. So uh, we wanted to nurture the music culture in each one of those cities and celebrate it as well um, in hopes of it spreading out from there. So we started on the city level and we did categories for each individual city and winners for each one of those three cities. So starting off, we probably had over uh, 80, 90 categories just starting off. And then we narrowed, we funneled it in and to 
include a couple other cities, but then we opened it up to just cover states and then the South. So it was very tactical. Right. So, so but you, I, I guess over the years you've evolved, um, you know, and you, like you said, you weeded it down and you kind of narrowed everything down and you kind of understand now, uh, you know, what it takes. After 14 years, I mean, you guys get it right, you know. You know, you, you you've done this, and you know, have, I I I haven't been following you from the jump. But was it always at uh, Tunica? Was it always at the resort? Because I I didn't know y'all at the very early stages, not the whole time. Um, not at all. The first two years we actually held it um, here in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. After that, we moved to Tunica. So we did do it in Tunica um, on the third, fourth, and fifth year, I believe, and then the seventh eighth or ninth somewhere around there we did it in memphis uh, and then we did the 10th one back in nashville for kind of like a 10th anniversary mm-hmm. and we've been back in tunica ever since um tunica really is just more so like um it's common ground for a lot of people mm-hmm. but the the ground isn't claim whereas if you do it in a certain city you almost feel obligated or people in that city feel feel entitled that you should cater to them so if we did it in atlanta <laughs> right right people right. you know people would feel that we owe atlanta xyz if we right. do it in memphis people in memphis would feel that we owe them xyz from an artist standpoint of people performing or people being nominated so you know tunica's neutral ground uh actually i like that actually uh the actual idea it's six hours from this from the city but you know what i'm saying <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I enjoyed it when I went. You feel me? Um, uh, give me real quick, and I want to ask you about this year's SCA Awards specifically. And we're going to talk about what you guys have actually uh, coming up this year, performers and everything. Give me, honestly, Gennaro, give me right now some of the, like, horror story. Give me one or two horror stories dealing with the SCAs. Like, like it could be, it could be about an artist who felt like, you know, felt like they they were beyonce and they 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 just, just simply aren't and spazzing out and it, give me give me something that's happening you're like bro 17 years this was the craziest shit right here i mean 14 years this was the craziest shit right here go ahead um i think you know we haven't had a lot of horror stories or anything but you know um we did had an incident with the tmi boys <laughs> but um you know uh, other than that, I mean, to, you know, you get a lot of artists or talent that are that get in their feelings in regards to uh, how come I'm not nominated? Mm-hmm. You know, I should be on that ballot or, you know, when when they don't know the process. So I've, you know, over the years started to be a little better at how I address that mm-hmm. um, because I'm very vocal on on certain things you know like the SEAs is your, is your baby so if someone attacks your baby you gotta go defend it right yeah so instead of you know coming at them a certain way it's more so what don't you know and do you know how the nomination and voting process runs and then maybe we can work from there mm-hmm. but one of the biggest horror stories is you know people don't attend events unless they're nominated or performing Obviously. It doesn't matter if it's ours or anybody else's. Right. And that's very vain. It's very selfish. And you don't grow that way when you don't support what you want to support you. It's kind of ass backwards. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. 
I mean, there's people like, you know, and then uh, just with this show with K100 Radio, was like, well, they ain't playing my shit, so why am I tuning in or why am I sharing? Being a, pla- a platform is a platform, bro. We all have these similar uh, issues and growing pains and stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Like, we all have... Um, we all have that crap, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't. I think that kind of is universal across the gambit with anything dealing with independent artists and music and stuff like that. It, it is just gonna be like that, and people are just like that. Oh yeah. Uh, you know. So real quick though, just so we're clear, what is the nomination process? What is the what is the criteria that you get uh, that you search for in order to put somebody's name on your ballot? If you can break that down real quick. So I'm going to do it real easy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start off by saying we don't put anybody on our ballot. Okay. We don't do it. Now, the way the nomination process runs, and you have to forgive me, I'm driving. Right. Um, my boys up from school. But um, the nomination process runs annually from May 1st to August 15th mm-hmm. at southernentawards.com. And anybody can go to that website and nominate anybody they, that they want to in either of the 32 categories right at the end of that process so at the end of august we're calculating all of the nominations received up by category the top 15 people in each category by the number of nominations makes the ballot so that means there is no board there is no panel that determines who's nominated your fans your friends your family your associates your business partners anything of that nature can nominate you or anybody else they choose to mm-hmm. now the selection process and is that the same the as well? it, 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 okay so so let me ask you this because that therein lies a lot of times i've seen with award shows where some people feel like that's the problem with some of them like some people feel like there should be it, it can go both ways you can have it where there's a, a selection board in the committee and then you get a whole bunch of people just picking their friends or people that they know and, and 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 then you know other people that actually may be more deserving get left out then you have it where if there is uh uh, uh the people kind of choose that you can get a, a a cat with with like super garbage music but he's really popular you know what i'm saying and then you'll get an artist that says well okay you know what I'm saying? We may not have as we we may not you know we may, we may not have as many uh, people online. You know what I'm saying? You know, following us like that. But you know, we've got the real music and the real grind. How do you balance that? You feel what I'm saying? Like you have like if you see and you know of really great artists and they got and they got people nominating them, they just don't have because you know you know, you see it all the time. Popular people can can popular people can be whack. Let's just be clear. That's what I feel. You can be popular right. and whack. You know what I'm saying? At what you do. Period. Point blank. I don't care what anyone says. You can be popular and whack. I don't. I'm not one of these. If it's popping, then it must be must be good type people. No, it could be popping and still be horrible because some people like horrible shit. You know what I'm saying? So how do you balance that? Like how do you <laughs> how do you say okay, this guy like 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 say this guy say somebody wins and they're like you listen you literally listen to their music and you're like holy shit we finna get this guy a rap artist of the fucking year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And he sucks. You know well, what I'm saying? I, <laughs> what do you do? I'll say this. I, I'll say this. You know, <laughs> over the past 13 years, we have not had that dilemma, you know, um, because when you got 10, 15 people in a category spread out throughout the entire South, then what we've seen is that the winner would have won anyways, no matter who else was on the ballot. Like, you know, people can't tell me 
Yo Gotti is garbage. People can't tell me B.O.B. didn't deserve Song of the Year with haters back in the day because history has proven that the DJ dramas, the DJ screams, you know, uh, the DJ Chuck T's who was killing the mixtape game, mm-hmm. um, you know, K100 Radio, all of those individuals in Drummer Boy for being nominated and winning producer of the year. People can't say that, oh, they got it wrong with that person. Right. Now, you know, also, granted that there are people that are on the ballot who they will say, I haven't heard of such and such. Okay, we try to put all their social media contact or a link to their social media. Go check that person out. There's people who won't even check someone out. They just feel that they're more deserving just because they feel that they are more deserving. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most. (laughs) Listen, bro, most definitely. Yeah. We, <laughs> right. We went through some categories like the, what we will do is we will spot check categories on, OK, this person isn't an artist. Their friends just put them in this category to see that. But they're not an artist. Right. They're, you know, a, a manager or they're a producer or, you know, what, they're a model, not an artist. Right, right, right. right. So, we, we, you know, or this person isn't on the radio, which is why we take two to three weeks you know, to release that information. But the ballot starts shaping up around the 1st of August by your top-tier people just because of the quantity of nominations that come in. So we can start combing through the ballot, you know, in the first week of August. Okay. Which is why that process is three months. But is anything perfect? No. But we try to keep our hands off it as much as possible. Then that way we don't run into a situation where someone's Oh, that person paid to get on the ballot, right? Right. Or right, right. they're they're working, you know that this person is working with this person, so they're on the ballot. No, we don't even deal with that. Okay. You know, and, and artists that want my advice on management or anything, I tell them if I'm managing you or if I'm working directly with you, you can no longer be nominated for Southern Entertainment Awards because that's unethical. So you got ethics. Now they're, they're, I mean, <laughs> ethics in indie award shows. The nerve of these guys, <laughs> because um, you know there was an there was an award show here in Atlanta, and I'm I'm cool with the people who did it, man. But like you know the the, the guy the actual people that actually work with the person who throw it won like artist of the year, and knock, it was like and everybody was sitting here looking like and it kind of really fucked up the validity of the award show. I'll be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? And everybody was like from that year, like that next year, everybody I saw a lot of people like man. Fuck that award show! I ain't, I ain't, uh, how you, how they gonna get an artist? You know, they, 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 his artist and you know what I'm saying one artist of the year and song of the year. And it's like that turned a lot of people off. So I definitely think that the, uh, the the notion of you guys not, you know, having somebody that you actually represent literally be on the ballot is actually a good thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if if they all if they really deserve it, I don't know I don't know how I would feel about leaving them off if they really 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 grinding and they got the buzz. But I've we, seen that totally kinda, go wrong. We kind of got to because. We got to because people perceive that. So say, for example, just just I'm going to put this out there. My wife models. Right. Now, when we first started dating, you know, six years ago, it was like, hey, baby, you know, you can't be nominated for one of our model categories. And she's like, why not? I was like, well, you know, we're together. (laughs) And it wouldn't it wouldn't come across right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. She was like, all right. All right. All right. But, you know. You know, she definitely understands it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's jump into, uh, let's see. 
K100 Radio. We're live right now. We're talking with Gennaro, one of the organizers and founders, founders of the SCA Awards. Uh, 14 years in the game, man. Uh, won uh, a really great award show. Um, I've been twice, you know what I'm saying? I've been, you know, just as a spectator and I actually went as a nominee last year. It was really great. I'm really, really, really trying my best to uh, hopefully to make it up there this this week. Um, I really want to go, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a really great set, Tunica. Nice little resort up there. Uh, neutral ground, as Gennaro said it, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I just really just think it's a really well put together uh, award show. They actually go all out. It's a nice venue. You know what I'm saying? Everything is cool and um, I really like it. So, uh, I wanted to bring him on and talk to you guys about it because it's, it's this week. Uh, festivities start on, I think, Friday, right? Uh, actually, we got an um, artist showcase in Memphis on Thursday at Thursday. the Prohibition Lounge. And then everything else segues into the Resorts Casino in Tunica, Mississippi, Friday, okay. Saturday, and Sunday. All right. So let's see. So tell me about, let me see. We've got, uh, I'm looking at some of the images that I got. I'm flashing them across the screen real quick. Uh, so I see the roster Friday. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Friday, we've got uh, 10, 7, to 7 to 10 p.m. We've got the quarter Indie Artist Showcase, 8 to 9 p.m. Halftime MC Battle. All right. Then the screening room, Indie Film Theater. Uh, Saturday, uh, we've got Money, Master Your Hustle. That's a panel, I'm assuming. Um, uh, yeah. S- yeah, Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Power, another panel. How to Make a Name in This Game from 4 to 7. Respect, uh, which is a beat battle. I didn't know you had you guys had that. Did y'all have one of those last year? Because I totally missed it. If you did, I did not see that. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. we did not. All right. Uh, we, yeah. we added that in because okay. we get a lot of producers wanting to, um, you know, showcase their tracks and music and right. network with the artists. Right, right. Okay. All right. And then uh, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. 1 again on Saturday, another screening room, uh, Indie Film Theater. Uh, then we have Sunday. Day of, which is 12 to 2 p.m., the meetup, which is a brunch. Uh, then uh, from 4 to 6, the uh, 14th Annual Southern Entertainment Awards. All right. Hosted by Solo, the Come Up Kid, which reached 94.5. There is a dress code. All right. Don't pull up to the Man, SCA Awards. Man, that dress code is real, too. Yeah, yeah, it They're is. Tell it is. I, I, came, I, came, I came prepared. I'm like, look. I mean, the, the, the mere fact that you do that, though, is, is just something that just set you guys apart. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, I mean, let's be honest, the award shows, well, I take that back. The Source Awards was like whatever the fuck you want to do. But, you know, <laughs> you know, some of the more prestigious award shows, and I, and I'm, I, I feel like you guys want to be the more prestigious award show of the, of the independent, you know, um, artists, and I get that and I understand it. So, apropos, you guys want to have a... Um, uh, 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 a dress code you feel me and, and i understand that totally yeah like like for me it makes sense but have you found that to be a problem where people literally don't want to come because of that and then again it's probably the people that you don't want there anyway but have that has that dress code been an issue with you guys considering you're dealing with hip-hop and rappers and cats who just feel like really is not that serious um to be honest over the years as we've move to a zero tolerance on our dress code policy even for people performing like you could perform in, in whatever you want but you gotta change clothes right back into your suit or whatever we've had people literally start posting their their outfits on social media going all out trying to figure out what suit you know they're gonna wear or what dress people are really putting some thought in into the outfits that they wear for SEA weekend. And again, we're only asking people to dress up for the award ceremony. Now, last year, I did have to turn a few people away, but they didn't argue. They didn't fuss. They respected it. Mm. Nice. I, 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 
I, I, I was like, when I, when I was there, I was like, mm, if somebody drives, like for me, if I come from Atlanta and I don't know how much y'all, I don't know how much y'all display it because, but since we're Facebook friends, I see that kind of stuff all the time. So maybe I'm thinking like, maybe if I drove from somewhere six hours and I come and, you know, I'm coming to support the event and I got tennis shoes on and, you know, I spent money for my hotel and my gas and my car. And now you're telling me I can't get in. You know what I'm saying? It's like, in case I missed the memo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know. I get that part. Um, but to anyone that has pre-registered or anyone that, you know, visits our website, mm-hmm. anyone that visits our website or anybody that observe that sees one of our flyers, it is in their face. Um, for registration, we try to send an email out weekly to anybody that has registered. So it catches the new people that register and the previous uh, registries as well. Now, if someone just popped up, didn't know about the event and everything, you know, we're going to have to have a talk and let them know. Now, granted, they would only be coming up on Sunday if they drove all that way. But if they're there Friday and Saturday, Mm -hmm. they would have known and they're, they're given time to go to the mall and get an outfit. Okay. All right. So, uh, and I, I just had it on the screen a minute ago. I'm going I'm to I'm uh, put it back on there. I was just going to name some of the films. I see uh, The Color Green, uh, my homie Mecca. He's got his. That's Friday. Uh, Eddie's got it also on Saturday. I see The Invisible uh, from the Rough is another one uh, starring Taraji Henson, uh, Taraji P. Henson, all right, and Michael Clark Duncan, all right. Uh, also, uh, The Cycle, all right. Um you know what made you guys want to? I understand since a lot of artists don't understand just how tied in music and and movies is. Like you, you know, nobody watches silent movies really anymore. Even though I see one called Silent Film, I, I was going to ask you about that. But people need music and sound and everything, and, and a lot of artists just fail to realize that's where the real money is at. Uh, living in Atlanta with the film industry coming down here and spending billions of dollars a year now, you know, you seeing all these other pop- opportunities and production companies pop up here. So, you know, you're seeing it more and more in Atlanta. So, you know, this is kind of like a becoming like a little uh, Hollywood here. And so, you know, you, you know, you got all these different opportunities. But uh, having it, having this film screenings and stuff is something that um, I think is an important part of what you guys are doing. <laughs> but what made you guys want to jump into that? Have y'all been doing that from the gate? But I know you have since I've been really checking you guys out. But what made you do that not at all mm-hmm. last year we introduced uh, a portion of film with the international black film festival mm-hmm. and i've always wanted to incorporate film but as i've been looking and researching and studying film even more there is a huge need for the film and the music relationship bridge to be stronger on the independent side of things because there are a lot of filmmakers looking for music but they don't know where to get that music from so with us being a platform and having the ability to we're trying to bring people together to create even more opportunity for the artists and the filmmakers um, directors and producers you know though but i mean I hear I I, I, I agree with what you're saying, Gennaro, and, and then we're gonna ask you one more one, a couple more questions. We're gonna wrap it up. But you know, my thing with that is I, I just can't see how with all the music, all the platforms, 
all the ways that independent artists are out here, all these different places, even even if we start counting the ones that you can quote unquote consider legit, like you guys, and there's so many. I just can't see why there is a gap. Like all of this freaking music out here. Like I can't even understand why like I, I ain't gonna lie, I, like like me. I did uh two years ago I did the score for a movie, faking, right? And it wasn't even about it was easy for me to get music for that. I had to turn away a lot of great music in order because it just the movie's only so long. You feel me? For me and just just doing that role, doing that score and being a music supervisor and doing the sound for that, it was like, yo, I don't understand why all these independent films, even though at some point they all do end up getting um music from somewhere. But I'm like, there's so much other great music. I'm trying to feel I'm I'm trying to figure out why that divide exists. Because we got all these great platforms where people can listen to music so easily and it's so easy to just build a website and just kind of, you know, even if you put a gatekeeper or a filter in it, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't understand that, but I'm glad you guys are actually addressing that because to me, I'm just like, yo, why is that? Why is it so hard for people to, because I, I hear I hear filmmakers, independent filmmakers say it's kind of hard and don't get me wrong, doing being as though I actually did music supervision on the project before, I understand the hard part of, well, yeah, that song is good, but is that it can we get the rights to the song like they don't know that producer they don't know they just jacked the beat off youtube it's got samples in it you feel me and a whole bunch of other crap that can that that reasons why you can't use a song that you actually think is perfect for the for the scene but i still think the divide is just really crazy and unnecessary considering where we're at right now in music and film it is um you're absolutely right. It's one of the weirdest divides I've ever seen. Um, I sat on a uh, music and film panel with the music supervisor from Hustle and Flow, and you know we were we were kind of talking. You know, the, our talk carried beyond the panel as to some of the the quarrels of getting that music. Yeah, it's the rights, or it's being able to contact the artist, mm-hmm. or the music supervisors may not know of events such as the Southern Entertainment Awards or where to get a lot of this music because some of these music supervisors on these films especially the larger films they're these 60, 70, 80 year old white men that may right. not know much about right. the urban culture right, right um, that's the problem right you know, there let's, and, just, let's and, just say it yeah, that's the problem yeah. yeah now on the independent film side of it we're talking about students coming out of college and they're so focused on their, on their film work and shooting that they may not have a budget for a music supervisor. So they're doing a lot of the work on their own. And there may be they may have been rubbed the wrong way by a couple artists like, hey, you got to pay me for this. But what a lot of independent artists don't understand is that if a film takes off, you take off with it. Right. Right. I mean, that's crazy because they'll they'll go out and they'll <laughs> they'll go out and pay to get on. The, they'll go out and pay to be yeah. a, the, the pay to do an open mic, but think of an indie filmmaker should pay them for a track, and he's actually putting it in a film. Like, anyway, we can't we we listen. I I was I was I was gonna avoid just getting on because this whole conversation could go left, and we could end up talking about all the bullshit that we see with independent artists, and that's like a whole show in itself. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move on past that. We'll do that show another day. <laughs> right, right, right. Cause this is all about you guys. All right, last thing we're gonna let you let you go, man. Break down um because I see that uh let me see over here. 
um, and I'm pulling up the images as I talk to you live on the screen on Facebook Live. Uh, I see you guys have got, uh, let me see, there was another one that I want to talk to you guys about. Oh, yeah, the quarter. Right, the uh, Indie Artist Showcase. I see you got Ape House. It was it at Sosa? C. Renee. Shout out to C. Renee. She's actually going to be interviewed on K1 Radio next week. Uh, Stick'em, OG Nail, uh, OB the Boss, Maya, um, I think that's what that says. Uh, J1, a lot of the independent artists. Uh, how did you pick these guys for the quarter? How did you guys get, how did you guys, you know, decide to run with these particular artists? And, uh, you know, just give me a rundown about that event. Um, the quarter is, so, as you and I both know, a lot of artists always ask, how can they perform? How can they perform? Right. So, with the quarter is, this is that opportunity during SEA weekend. If you're not a nominee, for you to perform and showcase what you got in efforts to get onto the stage on Sunday. So the quarter is designed to allow artists to perform, but in addition to giving them feedback Mm -hmm. live and direct right then and there, as soon as they finish their performance, Mm -hmm. that feedback could be great record run with it, or I think you need to go with a different record or why did you keep performing that song too long or it needs to be mastered or, Hey, I need that copy so I can get on my station or so I can get in rotation in the clubs and everything. But um, the artist, um, that is a sponsorship package that we offer out there and it's very minimal. It covers the artwork, three months of email marketing passes to the, you know, to the weekend. So pretty much, we want to see if artists are invested in themselves before we just give them a platform to perform on. So, you know, you, you would have paid for the artwork anyways. You would have bought your tickets anyways. And you need email blasts. And we're going to give you feedback. That's what you're paying for. The performance is actually free. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got that one. And then we also have, uh, which I actually like, sounds sounds a lot like our Illa Kill segment that we have over here. Of course, probably not as brutal. But, yeah similar to that <laughs> um, and we also i see you have fashion fusion uh you got uh which i actually really enjoyed the last time i was down there i actually went to that particular one when i was down there last year had a pretty I bet good you time. did you know what i'm saying yeah 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 had a pretty good time up in there you know what i'm saying and uh so tell me about this one real quick and then we'll wrap this thing up the uh fashion sh- fashion fusion is a fashion show during sea weekend that features independent designers um models as well on the runway so it's a fully produced fashion show that we um we just want diversity in our weekend instead of performance 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 Mm -hmm. music 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 there's more to it um to entertainment so if you are in the entertainment business we're trying to give you a lot of the elements of entertainment um and, and and the culture itself so something for the artist something for the artist of fashion something for the artist of film and something for you know um the consumers as well all right i got all that i get it i totally understand it bro and i think that's really what's starting you know just for me what uh kind of set you guys you know a great above a lot of the other ones you feel me when you go to the award show you're going to be you're going to you're going to see you got film screenings you uh you have hope you have performances you know a chance to network you got panels uh, you've got, you know, uh, you know, the fashion, you feel me? Then you've got the actual award show. So it's, uh, you know, and it's not in the club. 
You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta. You know, it's not. It's not in a nightclub. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's, it's in a. Uh, it's somewhere where even when nothing's going on, you know, you can go down there and try your look at some slots. Even though my look at those slots is like <sighs> last time. I ain't mean shit. But anyway. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You can just chill out, you know what I'm saying, and kick it around, you know, you know, you know, there's not much to do, you know, if you like to gamble, if you don't like to gamble or whatever, just go grab you something to eat or something, you feel me, or just chill in the room or whatever. Uh, I spent a lot of time last year actually networking and sitting down in the lobby and stuff, just chopping it up with people. So again, again, the SCA Awards, man, it goes down starting actually Thursday, I thought it was really Friday, but he said he got events starting as early as Thursday, uh, going all into the weekend, and the actual uh, 14th annual SCA Awards pops off Sunday, 4 o'clock, you guys make sure you check it out man Gennaro before we go man any parting words nah um, really just appreciate the support of K100 Radio want everybody to follow at SEA underscore awards on social media visit our website southernentawards.com and come out and attend the event it's only $50 for the entire weekend Friday Saturday Sunday $50 get you in there everything all right, make sure you guys go and rock with him, man. K100 Radio, we're live right now with Gennaro, one of the organizers of the SEA Awards, man. 14 years of doing anything, you know what I'm saying, that's actually built uh, to help support independent artists is to be commended over here at K100 Radio. We're going into our sixth year, uh, you know, of, 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 of existence, uh, you know, and um, uh, trust me, man, I can't, I don't even know, 14 years from now, shit. I mean, I hope we be here, but shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I just got to give you guys a, a salute for the tenacity, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the grind is real. I respect the platform, thank you, man. Thank you. you feel me? Uh, again, last year, I just want to uh, real quick. Let me uh, hold on. Drop this on y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks to you, our loyal listeners. We are the Southern Entertainment Awards radio station of the year, 2016. Yeah, you know what it is. K100 Radio. Thank you for rocking with us over here at K100 Radio, man. All right, man. We out of here. Boom. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Uh, so we get ready to go. Uh, let me see. Uh, DJ Chill Will. DJ Chill Will is actually coming up next in Janeiro with the SCA Awards. I really appreciate you guys rocking with us. All right. We out of here. K100 Radio. Are you struggling with getting people to listen to your music? Mm. 